Welcome to the BA Knowledge Share. In this episode, we have Apollo Bell, uh, who's very well known as the BA martial artist. Um, so welcome, Paula, uh, to the show. And can you sort of introduce yourself and provide you a brief background? Sure. Well, first of all, thank you for having me to the show today. I'm honored and happy to be here, excited to be here. And as you said, I'm Paula Bell, also known as the BA martial artist. I have over 20 plus years in project management business analysis experience in multiple different industries. And I have had the wonderful opportunity to work in very large companies and smaller companies and middle-sized companies, helping with transformational changes in their organization to meet their strategic goals. Not only do I do business analysis and professional training, but I'm a holistic coach. So I also do life purpose training uh, and uh, fitness training as well. So you get the whole gamut with me if you work with me, depending on, on where you start. And I, I love doing all those things. I pretty much reshaped my business to be holistic in 2020 because 2020 was such a pivotal year. And it just allowed me to see that, you know, as, as I worked with business analysts, some of them had some limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging beliefs. And so we had to get to the root of those issues before we could effectively get them to work optimally. So I do like to work with people holistically. And I have, I'm a speaker as well. I've had the opportunity to keynote around uh, different areas of the world here in the United States as well. And I enjoy doing that. I do motivational speaking and professional speaking around diversity, equity, and inclusion, business mm -hmm. analysis, project management, leadership, those things. So that's just a, a little bit about me. Well, that's, that's great. It's in fact, it's nice to see someone with your background really giving that or having that 360 view of uh, professionals, right from, say, for instance, their professional experience, like project management, business analysis, um, whatnot, right through the health piece of it, right. So, that is an interesting combination. Um, that being said, focusing back on the business analysis piece, um, what are some of the trends that you're seeing um, in the field of business analysis in terms of career um, and in terms of the industry in general? Yeah, so let's start with the industry first. So, and I know we're going to talk about this a little bit. Uh, artificial intelligence is hot yeah. right now. It's yeah, very it is. Topic. Yeah, it's very, very hot. So there's a lot of conversation around that. I also see a lot of trending around data, uh, more around data analysis, that critical thinking um, and that analytical thinking on not just understanding the requirements from an, a business need perspective, but also understanding a little bit more in depth how the data works and where the data comes from and how that impacts requirements. So data analysis is also a trend that I've been watching over the, the last couple of years, get a little bit more momentum. Another piece that I'm really seeing that I find interesting is there's a lot of focus on the soft skills now too. Mm. on communication, building relationships, emotional intelligence. And why I find that interesting was when I started speaking in 2009, those were the topics I was speaking on. I really wasn't speaking on the technical as much. I did speak on them, but I wasn't as much because I felt what I was seeing at that point in time was that 80% of what we do, in my opinion, this is just strictly my opinion, there's no data to back this, but 80% of what, what we were doing was more soft skills. If you cannot mm. build relationships, collaborate, work with a team, I don't care how much technical you have, you still may not be as impactful as you could be. So I do see there's a little bit of a trend around that, a little bit more focus on understanding how to work with people better, resolve conflict. 
things of that nature. And then I also see strategic, a lot more strategic focus on not just staying at the level of the details, Mm -hmm. but also strategically thinking about how do these details you're capturing align with the strategic objectives and goals of the organization? And do you, can you have a seat at the table to help shape some of that based on the transformational uh, solutions that you're helping the business to put into place? So I do think there is some trending around more business analysts thinking more strategically and at a higher level than just mm-hmm. at the detail level. So those are just some of the things that, that I'm seeing as I am watching what's happening in the industry, reading articles, in forums, watching blog posts, having conversations with other business analysts, professionals, or thought leaders. Those are some of the things that I'm seeing as trending in, in our space. Yeah, currently. and it's it's interesting you brought up the fact that you have that foresight, uh, foresight rather, of knowing and understanding things like the soft skills, like EI, emotional intelligence, way back in 2009, which we're seeing now. And and it's interesting also that you, you recognize, and you've said it, from way back when is that communication as an example is such a critical skill um and and having the voice at the table um you know when people are trying to connect the dots in terms of strategic objectives um things of that sort um so so given that you sort of you are a trendsetter right so you've identified things way ahead of, of its time what are your thoughts around ai i know there's been concerns around well is ai going to take my my job um, other things I've heard about is is AI basically going to eliminate the business analysis. I, I use business analysis as a skill set more so than than a role. It's going to eliminate mm-hmm. that skill set. What are your thoughts? No, absolutely not. AI. So AI isn't new. AI has been around for decades, right? It's just getting. I think I, it's interesting. This comes up now because I just did a live podcast, video podcast myself with two individuals around this topic of AI. And I asked this question, like, why is it so hot right now? What what tipped that scale to make AI so hot? And I think ChatGPT did it. Uh, you know, once people started to realize the power that you have with ChatGPT and what you can put into it and what you can get out of it, it started to gain more momentum and leverage. But at the end of the day, you only get out what you put in, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're not asking the right questions in AI, or if you are not giving AI the right data, there's still gonna be issues there. There's still some sort of human interaction that needs to happen. I look at AI as another way to do research, mm-hmm. as another way to brainstorm. And I liked how, when I did my podcast, it was stated, and it was uh, Fabricio Laguna who said this, and I thought it was, it was just brilliant. Look at AI as a partner. Mm-hmm. Not somebody that's taken over, a silent partner. So let's say you are an introvert mm-hmm. and you don't really like being in big groups, right? But you need to do research and get your information. You could leverage AI to help with that, to mm-hmm. help with getting that data. So do I think it's going to take over jobs? No. What I think it's going to do is it's going to make the job maybe feel and look a little different. You mm-hmm. might have to navigate and move a little different in the job. But just like we as business analysts, automate manual processes all the time and we go into these meetings and we tell our stakeholders well we're not trying to take away your job we're trying to free you up so you can do other things right that you don't have to focus on these manual things that's how i look at ai to me ai is just another tool or another resource for me to get my job done and to get it done more efficiently so it does free me up to do some other things 
that I want to do. I don't have to do those tedious tasks or monotonous tasks. I can get some things done and I can get different perspectives. It can make you think differently. Mm-hmm. It can make you get stronger in how you ask questions and how you present data. So I look at it more as a tool. I don't look at it as something that I'm scared of that's going to take away my job because this is how I feel about it. You're confident in who you are. Mm-hmm. You know you you know your worth. You know your value. You will always have a place somewhere on this earth. Nice. And may not look the same way, but you will always have a place. So instead of letting the fear overshadow the value and the worth you bring to the table, take this as an opportunity to have another tool that you can use that can even elevate your value more optimally and higher than what it is today. I wouldn't let it scare you at all. I would just get used to it. It's, it's here. It's not going anywhere. AI is here to stay. AI has been here for years. It's a hot topic right now. It's something new. It's something where you're going to have to change a little bit and how you do work and how you interact with with your people at work and, and stakeholders. But at the end of the day, I just look at it as an additional tool. That's a great tool that can help you have even more value and can help you be even a more optimal and better BA than you are today. It's yeah. And, and also another point is when you, when you're in that role of doing business analysis, you are, you are the translator between the business and your, your development team on, on um, IT projects or be it analytics projects. Uh, But essentially, you know, the, the 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 emotional intelligence i keep coming back to the emotional intelligence piece of it the communication piece of it is so important because you're the one sort of assessing uh, emotions of the business as an example maybe the business is not too happy getting into this project because it could basically remove maybe eliminate a position i don't know making this up so you're sort of the you have that that um that 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 pulse on the business, right? To understand, well, where is this going? How do I maneuver this through the requirements and and do some stakeholder management? Um, so, so to your point, is AI is a tool that we can we can sort of leverage um, as a tool. Um, so, the audience that is that that um, follows the business. Um, the BA Knowledge Share uh, website, as well as our, our Facebook group and, and the YouTube channel, uh, basically are in the analytics space. You touched upon uh, data uh, and data analysis uh, trending up. Uh, can you elaborate on that? What have you seen um, lately with, with, in that area? So you know what's really interesting about this? I When I started my career, when I got out of college, I was known as an integration specialist, which was somebody who did, for a manufacturing company, essentially, I was someone who did what nobody else wanted to do. So mm-hmm. all those things that nobody else wanted to do. I ended up being a database administrator. Wow. Let me tell you, data is quite powerful, right? When, when you understand how data works, what are the components of the data, how the data relates to each other, how they work within each other. It's a very powerful piece of knowledge to have because how you ask questions will be a little bit different. So what I'm beginning to see, number one, as business analysts, a lot of companies still to this day don't really know how to use business analysts, right? There are many mm. companies who are like, they, they say they want a business analyst, but they have them doing so many additional things that it causes so much area of gray that people are really confused. Well, what am I supposed to be doing as a BA? Mm-hmm. What should, if I was in a true traditional business analysis role, what would that look like? And so there are some business analysts and some who I've coached who've been doing a lot of data migration projects. So what's happening is their companies are acquiring other companies. 
And as they're acquiring these other companies, you need to understand the data that's in that company that you're acquiring. If that data, you already have it in, in the company that's taken over that company, right, in company A, or if you need to make space for the, the data that's coming from company B and company A, mm-hmm. who's that going to fall on? Falls on a business analyst. Because the business analyst is typically the one who's gathering the requirements and trying to figure out what the needs are and right. trying to get a, a nice picture of everything that needs to happen. And so there are many people, and this is not just in the United States. I've had Mm -hmm. this heavy international as well, because I have international clients, where they are doing a lot of data migration projects. And it throws them off. Because if you're used to doing a project where you're doing a business process, trying to understand the current state, and then trying to understand the pain points, and you're going into future state, right? And then from there, now you start to write the requirements and the needs. You start to elicit them and then gather them you may not even touch data. You may not, right? Mm. But now you're getting a project where you have to acquire and they're telling you, I just need to understand how the data works. There's no process mapping in this. There's no use cases in this at the very beginning, right? They want you to be able to take two different companies or three different companies or three different uh, uh, containers of information and figure out, analyze what's going on in each of those containers and then how do we consolidate it into one? And I'm seeing a lot more of those. And it's because if if you look at financially, you know, after 2020, some companies just could not keep going. It just wasn't feasible. They got hit hard. And so some companies merged, some companies are being bought out by other companies, and that work needs to be done. They may not have a database administrator like they used to traditionally back in the day. So that falls on a business analyst. So it's advantageous to understand how data analytics works. If you're lucky enough to have a data analytics team, it may not touch you. But in most cases, that is not the case. The expectation is that the BA will be able to help in some way to decipher that information, analyze it, and organize it. Mm-hmm. And so I've been doing data since I, I got out of college. So it, this is nothing new to me, mm-hmm. but I have seen how it has been a challenge for those who've never had to do it before. And now they get this project or this assignment that we're doing an acquisition and I need you to handle this. And so that's what, that's what I'm seeing a little bit more from a trend in, uh, in across the globe is that with the type of projects that you get, there might be an expectation that you know how to analyze, decipher, and make recommendations on data. But at the end of the day, if I had to give advice to a business analyst, I would say, get that skill set. There's so much power to that. Because mm-hmm. you actually can talk to the technology team different. Because you can talk in their language to where they understand it, but still be able to talk to the business to where they understand it as well. Because now you know how it fits together and how it works. So at the end of the day, understanding data analytics will only help you, especially from a marketability perspective, if you're looking to advancing your career, moving your career. Great. What are some of the skills that you would recommend BAs pick up to sort of advance in that in that area of analytics? And data analytics? Yeah. Okay, well, I have to do the shameless plug to the IIBA, right? Because the IIBA yeah, has something for it. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you can do the, the, the data analytics certification. If not, what I would uh, recommend, there's many programs, and I'm quite sure many educational programs out there, where you can just start to understand data analytics. It's a hot topic. It's been a hot topic for a few years now. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just really doing your research. Mm-hmm. and reading up on what data analytics is and what are the components of it. You know, you have predictive analytics. 
you have all different types. What are those different categories of, of analytics that are out there and what do they mean? And then how can you apply those concepts mm-hmm. into the work that you're doing? And as I just mentioned that, the predictive analytics that just came to my mind, when, when you think about it too, when you have that data, when you're armed with that data, mm-hmm. you can write business cases for projects. Because you can see ahead on what's coming up and strategically, as you think about what the company wants to achieve from an objectives and vision mm-hmm. and goals, you can start to identify projects that will help align to those. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need that data to sell your business case. And so as business analysts, again, we've been writing business cases for a while. Sometimes it's us, sometimes it's the project manager, but I've written quite a few in my day. And I've needed those, that data to be able to explain what's going on. So as you understand the data and you can look at some of the trends mm-hmm. and analyze that data, that you have a very interesting opportunity to be more strategic, which gives you even more value in the organization, right? So you can be more strategic on identifying where there's opportunities to bring in more projects, which again, only helps you in the team because now it gives you work, right? right? So I would say there's a lot of education out there. Learn how to learn how to do entity relationship diagrams. Learn how to do data mapping. Learn mm-hmm. how to do data glossaries. No, learn how to do glossaries so that you can make sure everybody's on the same page on what the terminology is. Right. Those are some of the things that I would just say you should focus on as a BA. It'll, it'll only help you in your career. Right. Well, thank you so much, Paula. Um, and finally, can you speak a little bit more about your services that you offer as part of your um, your your organization, your, your company? Sure. So again, I also, I offer life coaching services. I'm a master life coach. So if you're you're wondering where do I want to go in my life, what's my life purpose, mm-hmm. I, I can help you with that. Uh, as far as business analysis and career, I am a career a certified career coach and a certified business analyst. So I offer coaching and consulting services for for business analysts, individually, group, and as corporations, as well as I offer different sort of membership programs as well, accountability membership programs. I offer a membership program if you're working on projects and you don't have a BA in the company and you need somebody that you can talk to, I Uh offer a project coaching membership uh, program as well. And I do a lot around mock interviews and resume preparation and career advancement preparation as well to uh, nice. to help you advance in your career. So those are some of the things I offer. These are all great services, and it's definitely much needed in the market. If if anyone um, has uh, questions around how to do something in business analysis, be sure to reach out to Paula. Um, I once again, Paula, I appreciate your time, and thank you so much for joining. And hopefully, you can join uh, join the show again. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks.